Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. This radio show is about the shadow self and I had a request recently on my public Facebook page to write about the shadow self and it's actually really good timing because we're at the end of April 2014 and there's been some incredible energy alignments that have been going on at the moment that have been really bringing people's shadow self up to the fore. And I put a post on Facebook yesterday about how are people going with this and the evidence is really overwhelming that something really big is going on and what's really happening is that people's inner unconscious wounds are coming up to the surface at the moment in a really extreme way and it's actually really good timing for this radio show and this article about the shadow self to be done. So I'm really thrilled to be able to impart this information and the shadow self is definitely one of my greatest interests because it has been such an incredible transformation in my own life, a pivotal transformation in fact. And as a result of that, I'd love to relay a deeper look into the shadows, which is about what they are, how they play out, what they create in our life, and how we actually can emancipate ourselves from our shadows having so much power over us. So for those of you who are fascinated by inner mechanics, and even those of you that may be totally confused but what is really going on inside of you and how these inner parts drive your life, I really hope that this radio show helps. The shadow self has been well documented over time. Carl Jung in particular is famous for many of his theories about the shadow self. Carl Jung has many powerful quotes, but I believe that one of the most applicable of his quotes to this community is this one. Knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darknesses of other people. Carl Jung was not talking necessarily about being bad. What he was referring to was the energy we can hold inside us emotionally regarding darkness. I'll give you an example that perfectly demonstrates this point. This week, I did a quantum freedom healing session with a lovely lady. And as a child, like many people in this community, she was horrendously abused. And this, for her, included mental, emotional, physical and sexual abuse. Every adult relationship this lady has experienced has also been with narcissists. After her just recent narcissistic relationship, 
she has become very determined to break free from her pattern of darkness and dark people and abuse. And as we were clearing the trauma of the abuse in her childhood, a painful belief came up in her heart, in her body, in her subconscious. And this part of her subconscious that was holding the trauma was an internal three-year-old little girl. Who was that girl? And the belief was, I'm bad, I'm soiled, I'm evil. Now, of course, logically, this makes no sense. It wasn't her doing those horrendous acts. And additionally, in real adult life, this life has high integrity and she has great values. She is not a bad person. However, those beliefs of I'm bad, I'm evil, I'm soiled, these were emotional decisions that that three-year-old little girl made. And their emotional energy that's trapped, was trapped in her subconscious. So as a child, she had absorbed and taken on the dark energy of her family. And she had become it energetically. As we all do with trauma and dark acts, as children and as adults, once they get past our boundary and they get inside us, we take that energy on. We start vibrating within that energy. So her shadow self, which was the trap painful of emotions of trauma and abuse, had been playing out their dark match ever since. Because that is exactly what our painful unconscious parts do. Now fortunately this lady understands this and she doesn't want to continue being victimized, talking about it, blaming her highly abusive fathers and brothers and narcissistic ex-partners and or trying to get relief or rescuing outside of herself. Instead, she is firmly committed to getting these painful shadows out of her body. Unless we change the way we perceive life, it can be difficult to accept the existence of our shadow self of our dark, painful bits, especially when we've been abused and we were innocent, such as a child. Why should we release the energy of what someone else did? Why should we let it go? If we simply think we're a blood and bone being bumping along in life and stuff just happens to us, we may not want to accept a deeper understanding of our shadow self. However, if we have again and again thrown our hands up in the air, why me? We may want to look deeper. By going deeper, we can start to acknowledge a greater force going on other than what we perceive with our physical senses, which is pulling the strings of our life. And then we can discover the existence of an energetic self-organizing principle which isn't just random and which is unfolding according to specific energetic statements. For myself personally, that acknowledgement and that discovery saved my life. A deeper understanding allows us to take our power back and access liberation despite the agony that we've already lived. 
To access this understanding entails taking our journey inwards, deeper and wider. So that's what this radio show is about. It's about shining a light on the shadows, on our unconscious, in order to make what has been painfully unconscious, conscious, in order to create our emancipation from our shadows. So what are our shadows? Our shadows are the parts of us that are in darkness. These are the parts of us that feel separated from worthiness, separated from life and separated from love, wholeness, security and well-being. These parts of darkness are the fear, pain and powerlessness we have trapped inside us. It's very important to understand that as human beings, we all have shadows. It's also very important to understand we don't have to be stuck with them. We may think that pain and fear and unworthiness are normal. They may be normal. However, I assure you, they are not natural. It's not the way we are supposed to be living from the inside out. Many people have been conditioned to believe that fear and pain and insecurity is to be expected. It's just a rough deal. It's someone else's fault. Or it's just the way you are because of what happened or the family that you came from or the love partners that you've had. And this is simply buying in to leaving your shadow parts unconscious, being frustrated with life and not living out your birthright of freedom, expansion, love and your highest potential. Many people do know their wounds, but they stay stuck in them. I know many people like this, and I used to have that orientation myself. Knowing your issues, but still being stuck in the painful patterns of them. Simply naming your issues is not necessarily enough. Many people have been in therapy and identifying and talking about their shadows for decades yet are still driven unconsciously by them despite all of the knowledge they have about them. When we are acting unconsciously, it means there is a force running our life which we feel powerless to authentically overcome. And this is the best indication that there are unconscious shadows within. When you have thoughts, emotions, addictions, reactions and compulsions that overtake you. The reason why knowing about your shadows may not stop them acting out is because logical knowledge is never a substitute for emotional transformation. If the trapped painful emotions are still wedged in your subconscious, the shadow still has power over you. Emotions are energy. They are E slash motions, energy and motion. And they are incredibly powerful. They shape your life. Trap painful emotions call the drawing towards you of the match of that painful shadow. And they also affect how you show up in life from, from within the wounded center of the shadow. Let's take for an example a man we'll call Mark. Mark is a friend of a good friend of mine. 
He was always distracted and scapegoated by his mother when he was young and this created a shadow of Mark feeling unworthy and needing to win people's trust and approval. As a result, Mark shows up in life over trying to be trusted and accepted and this makes people really wary and suspicious of him. So Mark's shadow creates a self-perpetuating feedback loop. Another example is a previous girlfriend of mine I'll call Joan. Joan's father was adulterous and Joan unconsciously continued on the family pattern as her own marriage ended with her husband leaving for a much younger woman. Joan tries incredibly hard to be sexy and dedicates a lot of time and money to looking attractive. Yet she is really deeply fearful that a man will leave her for someone more beautiful. Her insecurities, need for approval and anxiety around aesthetics cause men to lose attraction for her and drive them towards other women. Joan's deep painful shadows are the continuation of her mother's shadows. I am not attractive enough to be loved and other women are more desirable than me. Of course it's awful and we could so easily hold her dad accountable for the damage he's done not just to his ex-wife but also to his daughter. But none of that will help Joan in the slightest. Only healing her shadow self will emancipate her from this vicious cycle. When we understand what shadows are, we can understand that when we're generating life from our painful shadows, the results are self-defeating and incredibly painful. We find time and time again that we meet the same issues. No matter how hard we try to counteract them, just as Mark and Joan tried frantically to do. So let's have a look at the potent energy of shadows. So the truth of the matter is the shadow is energy. It has a life of its own. Energy cannot be squashed, it does not vanish, and it cannot not exist. If a shadow is formed as a result of intense energy, which is exactly what trauma is, the force of the shadow can be incredibly powerful. So what happens is, the shadows within that we haven't yet brought to light, which have been avoided and disowned, will show up in their own terms. Our shadows do this by releasing themselves unconsciously and presenting themselves consciously to us via the field. They literally come to us via events and people and we also show up in ways that co-generate that experience. And this is what is meant by the expression we're always meeting ourselves, which means that we're always meeting our shadows. And no matter where you go, you take yourself with you, which means that you're taking your shadows with you. You may have heard people say that when they lose control of the car and they're careering off the road, that their intense focus of not hitting the tree generally means that they're going to steer straight into it. Our shadows are exactly the same. The truth is this. It is the shadows which are the most disowned 
which show up in their greatest force. And these, of course, are our most painful shadows that we've not wanted to face. And I think of this as incredible spiritual proof. It's a wonderful confirmation of a loving higher order that gives purpose to our very existence and it actually gives purpose to all of humanity. And I believe that this is the energy of Source Life God in its most liberating form. What are we really here to do? I believe that we're here to self-actualize. We're here to be the greatest force of truth and love and oneness that we can be. How could we ever achieve that? By meeting ourselves. By taking responsibility and by cleaning ourselves up and out of the shadows to become highly actualized beings. To me, that is what our souls are striving to create. Our awakening to ourselves. I believe these very shadows that threaten to destroy us are in fact our saviors if we choose to become conscious. They are waking us up to evolve ourselves and to rid ourselves once and for all of the senseless ancestral wounds of abuse and abused that we all carry. They're propelling us to raise consciousness and to change our world. Without our shadows pushing us, we would never be motivated to do this work. So let's have a look at unconsciousness, consciousness and responsibility and what is the way out of the self-defeating painful feedback loop of our shadows the answer is consciousness now let's take for example a narcissist because a narcissist is a perfect example of the ultimate unconscious being so the narcissist's motto is, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm perfect, it's everybody else's fault. Now we may want to keep focused on the narcissist's apparent unconsciousness only and not look at our own unconsciousness because after all we know that narcissistic behaviour is atrocious. I had a very interesting experience very recently Two days ago, in fact, I discovered a shocking truth, one that floored me. One of the ex-narcissistic partners that I was connected with did something in the past that I discovered as a result of random information that came my way. He'd done something to do with greed, a phony insurance claim where he used his own children as a prop in the event without them knowing his children suffered in that event. They were in fact traumatized. Now as a parent, I was horrified at the evil. In fact, so horrified, I felt gutted and devastated that I'd been connected to a person, shared my bed and my body and my soul with a person who was capable of such a psychopathic sick deed who could objectify his children to try to gain money. So truly, for half a day, I felt poisoned, like I had a fever and I was sick, like I was getting the flu. 
I felt incredibly violated and quite frankly emotionally crippled. At the end of the day, I took time to shift this stuff out of my body, thank goodness, because truly I was barely functioning. That's how hard it hit me. So when I dropped into, <clears throat> inside myself, my agonized, violated, gutting feelings, I found shadows of taking on darkness and the fear of men's evil and other nasty, wounded, deep parts of myself that had latched onto that information and had personalized it. Now this I deeply know because I live it. Whatever shows up in the field that triggers me into pain is showing me a shadow part of myself that has not become conscious and healed yet. The field triggering me is this unconscious part being made conscious. The truth is, if I didn't have a corresponding wound, I wouldn't have been triggered. I would have said what virtually everybody else did that I relayed the information to. That's no surprise, or I thought he had done that all along. And I would have had no emotional energy connected to it. Straight after doing the inner work, I could breathe again. I felt so released and relieved. There was absolutely no charge or emotional energy left on the information after shifting those painful beliefs and the connected trauma energy out of my body. Taking responsibility for this triggered pain is what is known as radical personal responsibility. It's the understanding that when I feel pain, it's mine. It's irrelevant how it got there and even what somebody else is or isn't doing or has or hasn't done. Because it's mine, trying to hold somebody else responsible would equal how to lose. Attacking the narc... Well, you could only imagine. And simply bleeding about this to people and how sick his actions were back then? Well, that would only keep it going and going and going and going in my energy. If I take 100% responsibility for my emotional pain, I am in my power. And I also have the incredible opportunity to up-level something I wasn't able to before this time, something within myself. That particular up level that I did on this big trigger was awesome and I was incredibly grateful for it because I was able to bring some very deep dark wounds into the light to dissolve them. Now this may seem irresponsible and seem like it's not about holding people accountable for sick acts. And this is how my life used to go and I know that you'll likely relate. I used to feel the incensed horror of stuff like that and lash out in total despair at the lies and the sick conscienceless behaviour. The old me before I orientated my life around inner emotional healing and 100% responsibility would have left the wound within me festering and bubbling. I would have run through up my head all about the lies around that incident that I'd heard about his version. And I wouldn't be able to help myself. I would have had to have said something. 
Thank God that is not my life now because we all know how that goes. If I'd have lashed out, it would have fed the narcissist, narcissistic supply. And when we do that, we walk into the dark den, we hand power over. The narcissist use your disowned shadows, your blind spots against you, and you get soul raped. That's the truth. So now instead of soul rape, I choose soul liberation. I am not responsible for the narcissist's soul. And I have no power and no bearing over it whatsoever. So how can I bring healing to myself and to the world? By getting free of my painful shadows and becoming the being of light that I am. And shining it and helping other people do the same. The truth is this and this is the real truth. I can only experience darkness if I'm carrying the darkness of my heritage my accumulated wounds, my ancestors' mistakes and their blights. I have absolutely no power over anyone else's darkness, especially when I'm carrying my own. If I enter the field reacting from a wounded shadow, then all I am doing is feeding the field to hammer me back with more of my own shadow. Doing that in my previous life before awakening is what nearly killed me. The deepest truth was by remaining unconscious I was killing myself with my own shadows via events and other people. That's what narcissists are, huge reflectors. That is the service they bring to evolution and humanity. They brutally reflect back your shadow so massively that you can't miss them unless of course you choose to the huge irony is the people who are destroying us are the ones waking us up so let's have a look at the powerlessness of our disowned shadows our shadows are snapped off from well-being they are powerless painful trapped emotions they require rescuing, but the catch is only we can make them conscious because they are our emotions. My lovely friends, when I relate to them my gutted feelings over ex-narc's evil, said the best thing they could have to me. Yes, they did validate how sick his behaviour had been, but then they got down to the real healing deal. They all said... Something in you is triggered, Mel. There's something left to heal. You'll find it. You'll shift it. You always do. God love evolutionary friends. The friends in my life do not subscribe to victimhood. They absolutely subscribe to evolution. Now, if we were to imagine our shadows as energy, they are powerless. They're devoid of light. This means they are anti-life. They are not generating their own energy and they are detracting from the expansion and the flourishing and the nourishing of our natural energy. Our shadows sit dormant until they are triggered and then the unconscious has become conscious and the anti-life starts permeating our emotions and our life. And that is exactly how I felt for half a day before I went and did 
quantum freedom healing and shifted my wounds, my shadows. For half that day, I felt dead trying to live. And we all know that feeling, like the life force is sucked out of you. It's your activated shadow sucking the life force out of you. Our shadows drain energy out of our battery cell rather than energizing or replenishing it. Our shadows also suck from the wholesomeness of the field. We may not know it. We may be trying to get rescued in the field. We may be giving to get, even though it's unconscious. We may be maladapting ourselves in unconscious, unwholesome ways. Or we may be enabling others who are sick to spread their darkness by handing what real usable energy we do have over to them. Shadows generate quasi-life. They do not shine and beam light into the field. They contract the field. They don't expand the field. So in stark contrast to light, our shadows infect the field and they spread darkness and they destroy what light is there. Additionally, our shadows love to trap us with shame and blame. The more we try to disown our broken inner parts and amputate away from that part of ourselves, the more we hate our shadows, the more we make excuses for them, the more we feel incredible shame about them. We blame them on someone else. We manifest monsters in our life to take the blame for us. And we continue abusing ourselves with addiction, bad relationships, self-judgment, conditional love and poor self-treatment. When we finally wake up and stop doing this and choose to love ourselves, shadows and all, then we start doing something about transforming these painful trapped emotions, energy and motion into something so much healthier. So let's look at bringing light to the shadows. Our shadows are our painful trapped emotions that are causing us to have less than belief systems about ourselves, life and others. Unfortunately and sadly, we've been trained to avoid looking within. And we've been educated by people who were terrified of their own shadows that taking personal responsibility meant admitting fault, taking the blame, handing power over and being vulnerable and susceptible to attack from the outside. Sadly, these illusions have perpetrated shadows and unconsciousness and they have kept generating everything that we're trying to break free from. The insanity is that we have not been educated about our shadows despite them showing up outside of ourselves often. Meaning, we may not see what is really going on despite the message being repeated and intensifying. And intensify it does because the unconscious feedback loop gains momentum. The unconscious shadow projects into the field and draws the real life version. This creates the trigger of painful emotion. The unconscious just became conscious. And then if the wound is not claimed and transmuted, it becomes bigger. 
Now because the energetic projection into the field is bigger again, the next feedback event is even more powerful and so on and so forth until hopefully we connect the dots and our shadows finally get our attention. So how do we wake up from the nightmare to stop this happening? Self-reflection is the anti-venom to the poison. It is the only true cure, big time. First of all, we have to admit that we're human and that we have inner wounding. Look at our world. Look at the unconsciousness at the lack of emotional intelligence and inner understanding of how we really generate life. Look at the pattern of treating symptoms but not going into the reasons for the causes. Look at a world modelled on instant gratification and quick fixes without dealing with the real issues. Look at the collective wounds of females throughout the ages who have been shredded, raped and subjected to genocide in the millions. Look at the collective wounds of males who were taught to disconnect from women and distrust them rather than to connect to them as a sacred union to come home to God. We have been separated from each other, separated from oneness and separated from our own inner being. Our world is one where we were taught to believe that we just had to get have or look a certain way and the pain would go away. Did that work? No, it didn't. Of course we're wounded. How on earth could we not be wounded? Humankind is wounded. The truth is, if you are having a human experience and you are, you have wounds. If you have had or are receiving painful events in your life, you can be totally sure you have inner wounds. Maybe you've gone down the path of trying to hold others accountable rather than realizing the trapped painful emotions in your body are yours. They're your shadows acting out in your experience. And if you have gone down this track, have you curbed your own evolution and the glory of your actualized self because your shadows are still unattended to? I promise you this, something I've known for a long time. The people who don't think they are wounded are the most wounded. Narcissists are the world's most full-blown example of this truth. To start waking up to get conscious we need to turn inwards. We need to take our focus off out there and we need to put it in there knowing that in there and out there is the same thing. It's the same self-organizing, self-perpetuating feedback loop. Knowing that the only way we can change either and both in there and out there is to do the work in there on our shadows, our trapped painful emotions that absolutely exist. This is the test. This is the absolute test to know whether or not you've got shadows. If you think about something painful or traumatic that happened in your life, it doesn't matter whether it was 50 years ago or yesterday. If you really go for the memory of that event, 
you really go into the energy of that event in your life, do you still have negative emotion connected to it? If the answer is yes, then it is a shadow playing out in your life now, right now. Especially if you have a big emotional charge on it. But any emotional charge is emotion, it is energy and motion. And this emotion, energy and motion is your present reality. So how you know it is no longer a shadow is when you can think about it with no emotional charge on it. And that is exactly what energetic shift processes create. That's the work I do on myself whenever I find a trigger is to release it, illuminate it and transmute it into no emotional charge. And what happens when we use these processes is they release and they up-level trap painful emotions and transmute them into light where there is no longer any pain attached to it. Now creating that reality is your absolute goal to change your life and get out of the self-perpetuating feedback loop of the agony. Now often we may not know what trap shadows we have. We may have them coming up all the time which is just like random emotional pain that we're having and then we may even have deeper stuff and this is where the field provides the information. If we are delivered a painful event from the field we have that exact pain trapped inside us. When we wake up from the trance, we realize that if we don't transform our emotions, then we will continue to meet them in the field, where we will continue to wrestle with them, feel more powerless and hand our power over, get more damaged, and the lesson will get louder and louder until we stop and meet our shadows. Buddha had it right when he said, if you want to know what your inner world is doing, look at your outer reality. Einstein also had it right when he said you can't solve problems with the same level of consciousness they were created at. It's true. We have to become conscious if we want to wake up from the unconscious nightmare. And the unconscious nightmare is the belief that we are separated from the field and that it is acting independently outside of us. That is unconsciousness and that's what we need to wake up from. So let's have a look at the alchemy, at the potential that is in the shadows. And this I know because I live it 100%. Whenever, like two days ago, I go to a wound inside myself, claim it, release it to the light and bring down light into the space where that wound previously was, something incredible happens. What happens is personal alchemy. It's illumination, it's transcendence. And this process grants a releasing of energy, expansion and freedom that I didn't have previous access to. Within the darkness of the shadow is antimatter. It's anti-life. Yet when released and transmuted, what is unlocked is spectacular. What is unlocked with all of that, that contracted, trapped energy 
of mine from my life force that was being sucked into the shadow. And when that all gets up-leveled, what gets released? Pure life force. How can I express this in words? I'll try. It's like accessing a part of you that you never knew, yet know has been you all along. It's like a connection to the oneness of life, yourself, others, and the reasons for being alive that transcends anything you previously knew. Yet, you instinctually know that this understanding has been coded deeply within you for eternity. And you recognize this. In fact, you just know it with every cell of your being. You literally lose who you were being and you start becoming who you were always meant to be. You start knowing and understanding things that make more sense and create more solidness than you ever knew was possible. You literally understand life. Probably the best way that I could describe this is knowing, living and breathing heaven on earth. I know this with every cell of my being, that within the greatest of darkness is unlocked the greatest of light. The absolute truth is the goodies are all within. The absolute power, solidness and wholeness comes from transforming our shadows into the light. Unlocking the unlimited potential of the power that was trapped in those shadows. It is in the releasing of the shadows that we gain our energy from source, our infinite wisdom, expansion and wholeness and our connection to oneness and unity. I have done many shifts on large wounds and with my eyes closed, somatically felt and seen a light into my being that is so blinding in warmth and brilliance, I've been forever changed from the moment it entered my body. I know that my total 100% dedication to the truth, to actualizing myself and seeing the entire journey as a meaningful gift of the highest order, has allowed me to totally dedicate to this orientation of claiming and up-leveling my shadows. Two days ago was a test. In reality, all triggered wounded times are. I could have got all human on it. I could have got stuck in my mind and the wounds and made it all about his evilness. And I would still be now, two days later, in the pain, no doubt. I could have avoided going to my inner shadows to claim and release them. And I could have done that avoidance by taking the short-term fix of escaping my hurting with a distraction, an addiction, a diversion or a projection. And I promise you, I used to be an expert of all of those tactics in my past. And if I'd have done that, what would have happened in my life? The field would have had to have kept presenting the wounding to me until I did go within to the shadow. Thank goodness, thank goodness, I've had enough life experience and beat-ups from the field, including life and death experiences, to realize that diversions don't work. 
I simply don't do that to myself anymore. In stark contrast, I deeply know the gold that will be mined every time I attend to up-leveling a trigger, a shadow. Two days ago, even in my devastation when I reached out to some close people and told them what I find out, and they were, oh Mel, you know you're in so much pain. And I said, look, I know I am, but I know that when I get to this and I shift it, I'm actually going to be better than what I ever have been before this happened. And I knew that because I've experienced it as a life truth hundreds, thousands of times. Through the intense work on my shadows, I was actually already feeling incredibly free from the latest narcissist 18 months ago. So it was a little bit of a shock that I was shocked. But this most most recent big shift released me even more because yet another part of me has been released to become no match to his energy as well as those who represent more of these wounds in my present and my future life. And this creates ascending into a completely different universe. It creates a beingness of light instead of darkness. And please know, I am not unusual or special. I am no different to you or anybody else. I'm no better than you or anybody else. We're all the same. It's just that I simply choose to accept and act on the truth. And the attending to of my inner life is my highest priority. Because I know all of my life depends on it. And not just my life, the life of the people I love and I care about. And the mission that I do. It all depends on my commitment to my inner being first and foremost. And it is my greatest mission that I can help create awakening much further than just myself to help lift the veil on unconsciousness by talking directly to your soul about the truth so that you can embrace this truth so that you too can access your shadows as the most incredible springboard to your freedom, emancipation, liberation and joy. Exactly what the pain is meant for. Divinely it is meant for you to go in and release its energy to release yourself. And it's so true. The pain that we think is killing us carries the complete solution to our lives within it. It holds the key to set us free. So I hope that's really helped and I'm going to look forward to this article coming out tomorrow and your questions and any comments you have. And please know that if you enjoy my radio shows and you want to know how you can not only survive but thrive after narcissistic abuse, just like myself and thousands of people from 50 different countries worldwide, you can go to MelanieToniaEvans.com forward slash NARP which is capital N-A-R-P and I'll repeat that MelanieToniaEvans.com forward slash NARP capital N-A-R-P where you can learn all about my energetic 10-step healing system which will emancipate you from your shadows. 
So that's it for me, everybody. Until next week, and lots of love. Bye-bye.